0: Midnight Live. I'm your host, Dr. Rita Louise, and thank you all for tuning into the show today. So tonight's topic is something that might be a little bit uncomfortable to hear, but well, I'll, I'll tell you why I came up with it in the first place in a little bit, but our topic tonight is neglect. And so often when we think of the concept of neglect, we think of a parent who is being neglectful you know, or a pet owner who isn't taking care of their babies, their little fur babies or whatever kind of babies they are, you know, or we think of it as part of our upbringing where we felt neglected um, by our parents or by our friends and family. Um, You know, that our needs are not being taken into consideration. You know and that our desires and the things that are going to make us feel good and make us feel whole are being ignored but i'm going to shift this concept slightly because i'm not talking about emotional neglect um i'm talking about a different a different more personal kind of neglect in today's world we're often taught to uh to neglect ourselves um we're brought up where everything is supposed to be fast and easy and convenient, you know? So we find ourselves eating pop tarts for breakfast and McDonald's for lunch and, you know, some frozen dinner or, you know, fried chicken from the store for dinner. And then we wonder what's going on and we're brought it wasn't so much in the past or maybe life necessitated us taking better care of ourselves, you know, because there weren't junk foods to eat. You ate whole foods. Um, you didn't necessarily go to the gym because your life and your lifestyle necessitated that you moved around. You, you walked to school uphill both ways. Um, you know, you might have walked to work. You might have had a job that there was a physical, physically strenuous component to it. And so life was different. And now we, with this whole fast environment that we live in and quick environment, we have run into this situation where we end up neglecting ourselves. And we're not taught that we should pay attention to what's going on. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I was doing an interview on yesterday, so on Wednesday, and talking about why we get sick and talking about the disease process. And so, you know, in the literature, we can can get sick because we catch a virus or a bacteria or we break an arm or something happens that affects us from the outside world to our body, you know, but then there are illnesses that actually fester inside of us and come to the surface. And it's most normally seen in more chronic illnesses. And in my impression, those chronic illnesses are brought about by our toxic thinking and limiting beliefs and unhealthy emotional responses. You know, that there's a certain amount of us that is responsible for the development of chronic disease. But I added in and she found this so interesting, this other factor, and that is neglect. We're not taught to eat right, you know, or we're taught, you know, we get lip service. You should eat right. You should exercise. You know, you should do these things, but in reality, how many people do it now? I know I do because I just really don't like junk food and I like keeping busy and I like moving around and I do go to the gym every day or five days a week, but not that I like work out hard and super strenuous. Um, I don't eat organic food for the most part. I try to eat a balanced diet, you know, but that is what works for me. But I also have really good health. Um, You know, and again, today is all based on speed. You know, we want the fast food. We have no time to exercise and much less to take the time to be mindful for a while or to take the time to meditate or take the time to address our own mental health. And then we wonder why there are so many people that experience chronic diseases You know, diabetes, uh, heart disease, and high cholesterol, I call it the trifecta, because if you end up with one, you usually end up with taking all three medications at the same time. And those are just the ones that are insidious in society today. I mean, you know, I don't want to say I know more people that are taking those medications, but I know a lot of people that, that take that trifecta. And that's, again, just kind of the surface of disease and illness. You know, when we're feeling fatigued, when we have other things, digestive issues, reflux issues, these other things that are going on, have you ever asked yourself the question, is there something that I can do to take care of this so I can feel better? And many people, they just go to their doctor, you know, Doctors have their place, but they go to their doctor and their doctor gives them a pill. Here, take some Metformin. Here, take this. And they never look to themselves as to what they can do for themselves to take care of themselves. And I'm just putting, I'm just terming it what it is. You're neglecting yourself. You're neglecting the needs of your body, whether it's you eat crappy all the time or you're not exercising, and you have a weight issue. Um, whatever that is that you're doing or not doing, it is your health is a reflection of that process. And so, when we do eat right, when we do exercise, and I don't mean that you have to go to the gym, but you know, just getting up and walking around and and doing anything is better than not doing anything at all. But when we're doing these things, we're actually being loving to ourselves. You know, so if you were a neglected child and, you know, most of the time, what you wanted was your parents' attention and love and affection. And so when you do things like eat right or exercise or work on some kind of an internal meditation type thing, it's like you are parenting yourself. You are nurturing yourself. You are being loving to yourself. And so I really wanted to put this forward because there are so many people that have chronic health issues and don't really know what to do. And my comment to you is maybe it's time for you to start loving yourself and taking responsibility of your own health and your own well-being. You know, everything doesn't have to be fast and take, just even taking the time to cook yourself a meal, to go exercise, to do some kind of a mindfulness practice, they're all loving things. And when we do loving things for ourselves, it shifts our internal emotional place where we can be happier and we can be more satisfied. And also there are so many of us that we'll sit there and go, yeah, I really need to go to the gym or yeah, I really need to eat better. And we beat ourselves up for not doing those things that spirit is constantly bugging us to do. So this is especially to those people who have the chronic, I should be doing this piece coming up in their psyche is maybe you should, maybe it's time for you to love on yourself and put out a little bit of time to nurture yourself and love yourself into a better and happier you okay so that's that's my spiel for today i hope that was informative and helpful to you to kind of look at what, what's going on and what you're doing from a different perspective, because many times we just don't even, we don't even think about it. You know, we don't think, you know, that plan to take care of ourselves is actually, we're neglecting ourselves. And we are so ingrained into that, that I thought it would just be a good idea to just, kind of call a spade a spade, you know, and it came up this week and I thought it was a great topic to introduce here early in this year, you know, and maybe you can make, make a commitment to yourself since we're still in January to love yourself a little bit more, to nurture yourself a little bit more, pick one thing, pick one thing a month, you know, and work on that thing and have it become part of you. When, um, i married ex-husband number three and he had two kids and their diet was not real good and not that i was going to put them on a vegetarian diet because i was kind of on and off one anyway but i always ate a lot of, of vegetables and ate you know relatively healthy and so we would have we i introduced meatless monday you know, so every Monday we would have a dinner that didn't have like red meat. So we would maybe have eggs or we would have some non-meat item, you know. Um, and then in the in the summer, on Wednesdays, when it was really hot and those really hot days, we would have fruit frenzy Wednesday. And I would just cut up all of this fruit, this giant platter, and we would just eat like apples and peaches and cantaloupe and pineapple and and it was just this giant smorgasbord of fruit and after a while they got used to it and really enjoyed this new fare that wasn't you know didn't revolve around ramen noodles and hot dogs and things that i personally um would not eat very often how's that i'll say it that way um you know, but it was something that was introduced slowly, you know, so pick one thing, you know, walk up and down the stairs at work, you know, park a far away in the parking lot and walk into the building. Um, have a meatless Monday, you know, it, introduce a salad into your diet once a day or three times a week. It doesn't matter. Just pick one thing that's going to be nurturing to you and then do it. And then maybe in a month you might pick another nurturing thing because you're enjoying the first nurturing thing. And, and that's how you build these changes into your life, especially when it's something that to many it, it we know it, but to our body, it just seems foreign, you know? And so I want, it, it would be good to introduce it to yourself and give yourself time and the patience to, do these things. I know a lot of people who they, they decide they're going to go on a diet, weight loss, clean up their food and they empty out their cabinets and get rid of all the junk food and start taking vitamins and they exercise and that lasts for about a week, maybe two weeks. And then they're back to their old routine. You know, don't kill yourself with it. Don't beat yourself up with it. Nurturing yourself, whether it's diet, exercise, self-love it doesn't matter it needs to be integrated into your life it needs to become part of your process and so have it become part of your process introduce different things at different times when it feels good and it feels comfortable for you and if you screw up you screw up and just move on and don't dump it it's all okay it's all okay all right. So here's the announcements and you know, they're just the same thing. So if you would like to schedule a private consultation with me, my website is soulhealer.com, soulhealer.com. You can find out the, about the services I offer, medical intuition, evaluations, intuitive counseling, and energy medicine. You can find out about my books such as bang, it was me all along uh, there. There's just lots of stuff. Go there. Schedule a private consultation. You know you want to. Uh, please join my Facebook group, Dr. Rita Live on Facebook. If you're more of a youtube person, go to Just Energy Radio on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to the page. Uh, these shows show up in the live category. Turn on the notification so that it'll let you know when the show's happening. This show is now streaming on rumble under psychic doc on rumble. If you're a rumble person, please follow me like me. One of those things, give me, you know, whatever, but like, like me on, on rumble. Uh, one of the things that I do know, if you are listening to this on rumble, especially in an archivey kind of thing is that you cannot participate in the comments and ask questions. So you would need to either go to Facebook or YouTube. In order to do that. Okay. And don't forget to sign up for my newsletter. Um, that'll keep you informed of what's coming up. That is at soulhealer.com. So actually, it's been very exciting for me lately. I have been busy, 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 busy. Um, you know, the, the book, a the book came out this month. And I've been doing just tons of interviews. And so as the interviews get published, I will post them on my Facebook page and I will also link to them under uh Dr. Rita live presentations, I think is where I'm adding them to in a playlist. I've done some really great interviews recently, so um you might want to check those out. And now I'm gonna just say hi to everybody and see if there are questions. Okay, so we have Marco in the house. Hey, Marco, and Miss Wendy is here. And Nina, hi, Nina. Hi, Lori. Lori, are you a, a first time person? Uh, if you are, hi and welcome, welcome to the Nut House. And Yvonne, hey, Yvonne. I, I'm glad. So Yvonne said, great topic. I, I thought it was a good one. Bradley George is here. uh he said, you had my attention when you said fishing. I don't think, did I say fishing, but you know, all right. I'm even going to like, I'm even going to work with that one. Bradley to me, especially if you're bait fishing, not uh, lure fishing, but bait fishing to me is a very meditative space. You sit there, you stare at your bobber, you wait for it to go under the water. I find it very calming and meditative, and I really do like fishing because of that. Okay, so Anna is here, or Anne? I don't know why I keep calling her Anna. Hi, Anne, and I will come back to your question. And Veronica is here. Hi, Veronica. Uh, And Deb. Wow, Debbie's even like chatting. Hi, Deb. I'm, again. Marco, I'm just scrolling down there's lots of comments okay back to the top uh, 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 uh. so Anne says tell us about how you came across the little cottage and if it has ghosts so i'm guessing you mean that my, my project house and so I um, have been kind of looking for a project house that I can do work on to keep me busy and out of trouble. And I wasn't really having any luck. And so synchronistically speaking, I hadn't really worked on it for a while. I'm looking and I called my realtor friend and he was like, you know, I just got this listing for a house and I haven't listed it online yet. And he goes and when i went in there i was thinking about you because i think you'd be a great person to get this house and trust me it's a project house and you have to have some like definite cojones to buy a piece of property like this and there's just enough done on it that i feel comfortable now granted it doesn't have any electrical it doesn't have any plumbing and it doesn't have any hvac and they're a mess Um, but those were all areas that I knew that I could handle and, and get done. Um, you know, there are some other ones that there's like foundation problems and the roof needs fixing and not that they couldn't get done, but if it also needed all of this other stuff, it it was just too much. You know, this place, the roof looked like it was in great shape and it looked like they had done a lot of foundation work on it as well as they had. Painted and repaired the outside. So, those were three big projects that didn't need to get done. And I did just find out that the house was built in 1860. Okay. So, I'm kind of assuming this place has ghosts, but, you know, if you've listened to me on this show, you know, like I like ghosts at your house, but I don't want ghosts in my house. So, even if there are, I'm really not paying any attention to them. So, um, and I told Debbie that she can't like do any readings there while I'm there. And if she does, then, uh, she can't tell me because I just don't want to be spooked out. I'm in that house. A lot of time today was pull tacky strips up from around the floor. Yay. That was fun. Okay. And so Yvonne says spiritual, emotional, and physical health as well as mental health. Also Yvonne, you know, but we're just taught to go, 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 and do, 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 and, and we, we ignore ourselves. I mean, it's just sad that we ignore ourselves because it's more pressing to get back on our phone or I don't even know what people do. I, I really don't. And then she went on and said, also having a fun activity to look forward to. Exactly. I mean, that helps our soul. You know, and it's nurturing to us. Or as I like to say, it's putting money into the bank. You know, when we're constantly giving our energy away to people or doing things for people or just constantly running, we're, we're taking money out of the bank. And when we do things that are nice for ourselves, which includes eating a good dinner, you know, going and exercising, going on a, doing a fun activity. We're actually putting money back into the bank. So, you know, that's another good way to think of it. All right. And then there's Marco, 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 Marco. Marco, do you need to get a uh, psychic reading? All right. Oh, and then he said, my hair looks great. Okay, I'll put that one up there. Uh, Then he came down and says, I used to play... (laughs) That <laughs> He says, I used to play that piano for Rita. We would have wine and just relax. Yeah, on them sofas. Mm-hmm. I have pictures to prove it. Right, Marco? Oh, man. You're a sick man. So Bradley says, I've got a year in the gym after back surgery. So, Bradley, I would really like to hear, I mean, are you enjoying going to the gym? Do you find that you feel better, you know, not just physically, but emotionally? Um, And now that it's become more of a practice, do you find it disturbing or like you have to force yourself to go? I, I would just like to get your feedback on that. Lori says, what an inspiring motivations conversation. Thanks, Lori. And that's really what I try to offer here is things to inspire and help people grow, but in a nice way, not in a crazy harsh way. So Veronica says, Rita, I think your hair would look cool if you did a Tina Turner style. Well, you know, I'm not sure how much hairspray I would have to put in my hair to make that happen. You know, I don't, I don't have African-American hair. And to be honest with you, it was a wig. Tina's hair was a wig. So, um, and I don't have a wig. So, so probably no Tina hair. Okay. Yvonne's back. Well, we talked about your temp job last week. Okay. We're, I'm working a temp job and had a call cold this week. They still want me. It's doable. Do you see me there for a while? I mean, being there, uh, Yvonne, is totally your choice. I feel like it's the safe path. It's the safe road. I have a question. Is this job full-time or is it? part-time is there any flexibility to it you know I feel like you're almost making a choice between having things be safe and um living in your own energy if that makes sense you know I'm feeling like if it was a part-time job or a job that had more flexibility to it you know and I don't even know if this makes sense to your situation that you would work more on the other stuff that you have going on in your life you know this makes it worry it would be very easy to become complacent i guess that's the bottom line that it would be easy to become complacent so let me know if that makes sense to you veronica says i need more pancake in my diet maybe and then Marco says, I've not ate red meat in 20 years. <laughs> and then Yvonne says, I do mostly organic, non-GMO foods. Yeah, and here I am, the naturopath. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I just eat whatever that the supermarket. because the- I don't really care that much. I'm not going to be anal about it. And see, it's interesting because there's one thing like I will cook, but I'll only go to the supermarket once a week. That's it. And I'm not going to go run around everywhere. And so that's just my thing. Cause I do a lot of other stuff, but that's not one of them. Okay. So Veronica says, so are you saying we won't be taking me out for a steak dinner? It's like, "Mm, mm, I thought you were taking me out for a steak dinner, Veronica. Huh? Bradley says, I quit drinking soda and I lost 50 pounds. So you must've been drinking like the regular full charge soda, um, not diet soda, which is my addiction. All right. Wendy says, um, I appreciate your gradual approach to getting healthy. That's what I've been doing. And the changes that I've implemented are sticking and see, Wendy, that's why I really like the gradual approach because then it doesn't seem overwhelming. You know, it becomes, well, I'm doing this one thing. And then when that one thing starts to become a habit and you're not really thinking about, I'm doing this one thing, you know, then you can add in something else and that can just keep things moving forward. And after, you know, in my opinion, really not that much time when you look in hindsight, there have been a lot of changes that have been made you know which includes your health and well-being oh so veronica i think (coughs) i think marco is taking us out for steak and seafood that's what i'm thinking Hey, wait a minute! 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 Okay, so I missed piece of this conversation. So Marco, okay, so if you're on Facebook, I have to fill you in. <clears throat> so I think Marco is talking to Veronica about going out for steak and lobster, whatever you like. I'm like, okay. And then Veronica says, "Swell." And then he says, "I say swell too." And then Veronica says, "Salmon." And he was like, "Hmm. Okay. Wait." Marco, Veronica, are you taking all of us out? I mean, at least me out as part of this, like, or is this like a hot date? I want to know. All right. So Lori says sensation of fullness and change in hearing of left ear. Also pain in left foot. Is it stress, fracture, sprain, or emotional? Wow, there's quite a bit of separation between your left ear and your left foot. So I'm going to focus on the left foot because that is tied to the fracture sprain or emotional left foot. All right, hang on. so the way it is presenting um is kind of sprain um definitely not a fracture definitely not a fracture uh, I don't feel emotional it makes me wonder if there's not a little like arthritic activity happening and you're just getting I mean, that's the only word I, I'm, I know to use, you know, that you're just getting this kind of achy pain. Um, but I'm not getting fractured and I definitely am not getting emotional. Um, yeah, you know, so sprain, again, maybe a little arthritic happening. I mean, we can just have arthritis in one joint and it's not necessarily all over our bodies. Um, so let me know if that makes sense. Bradley said, thanks for the info, Rita. And then Veronica says, garlic, smashed potatoes, or sweet potatoes and broccoli. What, is this like the dinner menu to go with the steaks and salmon, Veronica? Oh, Lori says, book is on pre-order. Can't wait for it to arrive. Dang, that's because she's smart. She knows. Get it. Um... You know, and one of the things that I want to put out, and I know that you ordered one, and right now, like, having orders through Amazon helps a lot. But if you would like an autographed copy of any of my books, um, you know, go to the webpage. You do have to pay shipping, which, you know, I do a priority mail, and I do pass that along. But they all come autographed. All come autographed. Okay? All right. Man, they're still on this dye thing, garlic and broccoli. Mm. <laughs> oh, Yvonne says, you need to come back on my podcast. Yvonne, you know, I would love to. So um, just email me or message me on Facebook or whatever, and we can set up a time. I would love to. I've been uh, kind of interview crazy lately. <laughs> you guys kill me. So Bradley says, ever interviewed a ghost? No, because then I would have to talk to like the dead person. Well, I mean, if I'm working with a client and they have an attached entity, I mean, I guess i kind of interviewed them, but not really. Okay, so Mike Harris is here. Hi, Mike Harris. Nice, thanks for coming. And Kelly, hi, Kelly. I think you're new to the group. Um, Bradley says, put chicken livers with strawberry powder. I don't know what that's for. I good catfish bait. Actually, Bradley, what I use for catfish when I'm making my stinky bait is I take chicken livers and I grind them up and then I mix it with shrimp and then let it marinate and then and I make a lot so it's in the freezer, out of the freezer, in the freezer, out of the freezer and after a while man that stuff is right robbie hi robbie gosh i was late but no you're here and there's like a half hour and nobody's really asking questions so okay all right let's see let's see robbie says i could use some guidance on what to do with my mom she still has all her wits but doesn't need to be living with my brother Well, I mean, you know what the, the main option would be was be to put her into some kind of facility, which she really doesn't want to do. Um, I, you know, I just feel a lot of resistance around that. You know, I'm wondering if it's possible to get your mom some in-home health care to take some of the responsibility and pressure off of your brother. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like, You know, there's part of him that doesn't want to make that other commitment, but I do feel like he's a bit um, overwhelmed with what's going on. Um, And I'm going to make the assumption that she would be eligible for those kinds of services. You know, at least somebody coming in, you know, once a day or every other day to help and support her. Okay. And Robin says, hi, Robin wonder if i should move or stay where i'm currently don't feel that this was where i should have should have ever come okay so uh robin i'm not exactly sure where you are um although if it's that robin i know where you are um i mean i'm feeling like you know you should go and if it's the Robin that I think it is, then you definitely should go. But I know that there have been situations that have kept you from doing that. Um, I mean, I just feel like you just don't resonate with that area. Um, and when I look at your energy, assuming it's the Robin that I think it is, um, I'm I'm getting like Arizona for you. You know, so. So Lori says, where I'm currently doesn't feel great. Thinking a career change is coming. Any suggestions? Welcome. You guys are just being really vague today. Okay, let's see, Lori. Okay. So what they are suggesting to me is that if you are looking at moving, and I feel like when you sit there and say this this location isn't comfortable to me that you're considering a fairly distant move and what is being suggested is that you move first and then work on the career and do the career change because it would be a more natural and easier transition than trying to change careers here and then moving i I just feel like it would be a lot more awkward um and and this sounds terrible but when you move there tends to be a little bit more flexibility by employers to accepting you if you are a little bit out of your normal niche as well if that makes sense so move first career all right mark says will you play a song on the piano (laughs) you know if i played a song on the piano mark then youtube would you know copyright strike me and facebook would copyright strike me and hopefully chopsticks in my very bad rendition of it uh, will not get me copyright striking striked you know, you guys are just like weird tonight. Is it because I talked about neglect that you're all like weird tonight? Okay, Yvonne says, it could be part-time. That's what I'm going to negotiate. You're exactly right. I do not want to fall into old habits. Thanks so much, Rita. You're so welcome. Yeah, I think that if you can get it to be part-time, it would give you the time and opportunity to focus on your own stuff because i feel like where it's at right now is just sucking up too much of your energy so great great i hope i'm i hope the negotiations work well for you (laughs) marco says if we go on a date rita will be jealous no i won't be jealous you know you'll just have to like share all the details you know and mark Marco, I'm just letting you know, you know, if you go on a date with Veronica and then Veronica is on here going, well, I went on a date with this guy. What do you see for me? You know, so you would have to just be prepared for me to talk about you on air in the third party. Okay. So Mike says, hello, you may remember I've been dealing with exhaustion from long COVID. I went to see my sister over the holiday and felt good at her house and the same happened last year. I'm thinking there may be also be an environmental issue and COVID has weakened my system. Any insights?" Okay, Mike, that's, a, that's very interesting. And usually a toxic environment will present that way, is you feel terrible and then you go somewhere else, you go on vacation and you feel great. Um, I mean, the first word that came up was mold. Um I'm feeling like there is something in your like your ductwork. so I don't know if you've had that cleaned recently. Um, I mean because I'm not feeling like it's in any like there's an issue in any one part of the house. I feel like it's kind of evenly spaced throughout um and i just keep getting drawn to the ductwork you know so that might be worth having that checked out to see you know and when people have environmental stuff it can present similar you know you have that fatigue and the coughing and and other stuff that many people often misunderstand as um that they're sick But really, it's more, they're having an allergic reaction, in essence, to what's going on in their environment. So Marco says, my stream is bad. Okay. All right, that was my, or I did that. All right, Veronica says, I was super sleepy today. No clue why. Like I could not wake up. Drowsy, but no meds you know that's okay to be super sleepy i mean i tend to be the person that is up and out of bed at like 6 30 in the morning sometimes a little earlier sometimes a little later and last week i stayed in bed until eight o'clock in the morning and it's not that i just stayed in bed i slept until eight o'clock in the morning i was shocked you know and it had it happens you know sometimes our bodies will just catch up with us and it just needs that extra downtime you know so it's not that there's anything necessarily wrong it's just what your body did which is fine <laughs> all right so Veronica Bradley wants to know are you a good cook okay you guys you guys need to get a room okay so this is this is going to be much so Marco says, Veronica, I would have made you coffee and a foot rub. All right. Uh, you guys, I'm just going to let you have your little chat thing and just ignore you. Lori says, I will meet you in Texas and you can come autograph in person. Okay. That would be great because I'm in Texas. So very cool. Okay. Thanks, Lori all right and half of this i don't even want to read so robbie said thank thank you yes okay great robbie and robin says thank you bradley says got my female dachshund's attention okay oh well you know mike if you're in a in an apartment you know so all i looked at was like your inside walls you know i didn't look at the outside of the you know because usually if there's a environmental thing going on it's inside your walls um but if you're in an apartment that doesn't mean that it can't be in the ducting system, you know, and it can't be in the stuff that is common. Um, this, This would be my piece of advice, Mike, is that you really start paying attention to, I'm in my apartment and I feel bad and I'm out of my apartment and how do I feel? And use that as a measure because if it's consistent, over and over and over that every time you leave your apartment, you feel better than it's the apartment. I had a a client who, well, it was at a fair and she was sitting there complaining about something and she goes, you know, and I always just feel sick at work. And I looked at her building and her building was really toxic, you know, and again, it was in the air conditioning system. You know, so while you might control the temperature in your space, it doesn't mean that you have an independent air conditioning unit tied to it. With that said, and so what she started to do at my insistence was start paying attention. So whenever she was at work, she would feel sick and she would go home a lot, but she would be great on the weekends. And so start paying attention to when you're home versus when you're not home and see what's going on because that is going to be your best answer. And if you're in an apartment, it's not that you can really fix it. If it's in that air conditioning system and in the ductwork, they aren't gonna clean that out for you. So it might be worthwhile as you're doing this experimentation to perhaps start looking for someplace else to go, okay? hi dave perry i was going to give you a call but then i said oh yeah he's at work all right so mike says no ducks Hmm. well there is something in the air that's the only thing that i get is that there's something in the air that you're having some kind of a reaction to you know so you don't have heat and you don't have air in your apartment i i'm not understanding mike and margot keeps saying i need more bandwidth but no one else seems to be complaining and i seem to be broadcasting fine here okay lori says funny i was not thinking about moving but been working at getting house ready for possible future sale Well, and that's interesting that you weren't thinking about it because that was the first thing that came to me. So maybe, maybe it's time. I mean, I don't know where you are, but maybe it's time to get out of Dodge and go somewhere better. So Mike says, I do have a mole tester coming out and we'll check other toxins too. I'm in an apartment and don't know if I even have ducts, you know, but most apartments have central heat and air, you know, and have at least air conditioning and which means you have ducts i mean you have to because it has to you know i mean unless you have one of those old time like just heaters that are on the wall um, and no air conditioning which i guess is possible but yeah that is that's good to have the mold tester come out all right don's here hey don how are you doing Veronica says, I think my apartment has avi- environmental issues. I feel better outsized. Think the foundation is bad. I have never heard, and I and just don't like quote me on this. I have never heard of a foundation creating environmental toxins for people. Um, I don't want to say that it can't, uh, but I've never heard that. Now, carpet... That can create issues, uh, but I've never heard the foundation. So, Amy McCartney's here. Hi, Amy. Nice seeing you. Mike says, It's not consistent. Felt bad in a hotel on vacation, but don't know why I felt good at my sister's. But maybe it's because you were at your sister's that you felt good. Um, I don't know, Mike. It just seems like there's a lot of factors going on in this for me to really answer that question with the appropriate care that I feel like it needs. Um, you know, I'm not making excuses for myself, but I had a really long day today. And uh, so. Um, Yeah, you know, and I feel like there's more conversation that needs to be had than me trying to piece this together in this texting environment. So so Dave says, I'm down right now. Okay, well, I can't call you now because I'm busy working. All right. Uh, Okay, so Lori says, you're occasionally freezing up. Well, I find that really interesting. I'm on our house. I literally have a hotspot on the sofa, on the end table of that sofa over there, which should make it that it should it wouldn't. Okay. So Mike says AC unit, but no central air. And yes, I have heat in Minnesota. Oh, so when you say AC unit, you're talking like a window unit, I'm guessing. Well, hello, hello, hello. Happy birthday, Larry Flachman! Thank you for coming to the show tonight. Um, it's been kind of interesting show. So don't judge this show by this show because it's been kind of weird. So Debbie, and I can't remember where Mike is, says it might be radon. Debbie's a nurse. She's very smart that way. Okay, you know, this has just been a little challenging and, you know, because there's this whole like commentary thing going on between Marco and Veronica that I'm having to like sort through on here because they're like making dates, you know, so Marco and Veronica, you know, I don't want to be mean because, you know, I love you both but maybe if you're going to have that conversation, you need to take it out of chat because it really, it's really distracting to me because I'm reading all of this, trying to see if there's a question in there or not. All right. So there's 10 more minutes. And usually when I say, okay, I'm going to go, then, you know, everybody like jumps aboard and ask their questions. So there's 10 more minutes. Actually, there's eight more minutes. Um, So last chance to ask a question. Okay. So Lori said, uh, Debbie, radon came up for me too. Um, You know, and so um, Mike, you know, that might be one of the toxins. It's very challenging for me. I just can tell that there is something in the air that just seems funky and like you're breathing it in. and It's touching your skin. So it's in that air. Um, I don't really know what radon is. I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it is. So um, that might be something worthwhile checking. So Bradley says, Debbie, there's a really cool crystal shop on the boulevard. And then Mike says, thanks, Debbie. And so Mary, hi, Mary says can you tell me if i'll be meeting life partner okay so that's kind of predicting the future so i'm just going to shift the question slightly (laughs) um so mary when i look at your relationship space one of the things that i keep feeling is that there's this level of shyness in your space that you kind of withdraw um that you really don't know what to do or what you should do um i get the i get the impression that you're really sensitive and so guys that you potentially have been interested in tend to come on in your impression in your experience of the world too strong like their energy is too big and it's just really uncomfortable for you Um, you know so i'm going to give you a little bit of the responsibility because i feel like how withdrawn your how withdrawn you are energetically is not really feeling super healthy to me um but in the same breath you know putting in your relationship mock you know, of what you want to create in a relationship is someone that is going to move slow, have soft energy and not try to push and persuade, you know, not just uh, physically and mentally, but also energetically. And I feel like, you know, you need to have somebody that has soft energy. That's the kind of person that you would feel most comfortable with. So Marco says, we got yelled at in a nice way. Yeah, kind of, Marco. Uh. And then Veronica says, yeah, we were bad. Yeah, you were. Um, And so Debbie said, you're welcome. And then she wants to know, and I'm not sure to what question this was, what town, what boulevard? Oh, I'm guessing that was to Bradley's comment about the cool crystal shop on the boulevard. Okay. Marco, you know, I love you. Even if, you know, you're hitting on Veronica during my live stream and I have the good hair. (laughs) All right, guys, I think I'm going to wrap it up. This has just been kind of like a weird show tonight. Mark, weren't you here early, Mark? Hi, Mark. And he says, hi, Debbie and Rumi. So all you youtube people that are not on Facebook. So but anyway, Mark, I just said that I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up for the night. So again, if you'd like to schedule a private consultation, please go to my webpage, soulhealer.com, soulhealer.com. You can get your autographed copy of, bang, it was me all along. Or, wow, I'm like disappearing, avoiding the cosmic two by four. Or... The Dysfunctional Dance of the Empath and Narcissist, all autographed, all from that site, but obviously they're available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon and all those good ones. Uh, Please join my group, Dr. Rita Louise Live on Facebook, or like, subscribe, and set the notifications on YouTube, Just Energy Radio on YouTube. Or if you're a Rumble person, please follow my page on Rumble. It is Psychic all right see i do this and then there's all kinds of stuff all right so all right well that's it for tonight um i'm dr rita louise this is thursday night live till next week be blessed